So, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Orion Sports Podcast. My name is Matthew Fairclough with my co-host, I should say for today, Josh Egan. Taking we over are the reins today, Matt, eh? 100%. Let's get into it. This video is how to fix the Buffalo Sabres. And if you can tell by Josh's background, we're Toronto Maple Leafs fans. So, Josh, tell us why we're helping out a rival and we're going to fix their team right now in this quick 25-minute video. Well, it's, to be honest at this point, it's just pathetic. Um, I think they yeah. lost their 10th or 11th straight last night. It's bad. Um, it's bad. You know, you see we got fans going nuts in the replies on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the league needs competitive. Um, I think the you and I really, we've been talking about this for a while, and I think what really nailed the hammer, uh, nailed the nail into the into the wood to do it was uh was it a buffalo newspaper yesterday released some rankings of the top 32 nhl teams like they did them in order and at number 31 was the seattle kraken who have not played a game yet they do not have a player under contract and at number 32 was the buffalo sabers so we're gonna try and help out the sabers uh maybe the pagulas will listen to this or one of their coaching staff or something and take our advice but uh there's a couple rules we're going to follow. We're just going to say we have carte launch. We are owning the team. This is what we would do. Yeah, we're the GMs. We're the GMs. That's what that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're the GMs. So that would be – we're just kind of kind of break it down. Let's get after it. Okay, so it's quite obvious, no offense to you Buffalo fans, your players aren't good, your coaches aren't good, your GMs are bad. Well, all the GMs you've had in recent memory are bad. You don't even have enough pro scouts, and we know that fans don't want to show up to the building. So – Josh, knowing everything we know about Buffalo, the Jack Eichel, Taylor Hall, the Eric Stahl saga, Rasmus Ristolainen, Darlene, Carter Hart, not Carter Hart, sorry, they wish they had Carter Hart, Carter yeah. Hutton, all the players that they have, what is wrong with Buffalo right now? And they should go in a rebuild, no? They should go into a rebuild. I think they might find that a little bit more difficult than they do because they do have some huge contracts there that are going to be next to impossible to move. Uh, the one that stands out to me the most is that Jeff Skinner contract. He's locked in until 20, 2026, 2027 at $9 million. Um, You know, he's still got Kyle Ocaposo there until 2022, 2023 at $6 million. Um, They do have a couple guys coming off the book, and that's just up front, right? Like they got $52 million, close to 53, locked up in their forwards. What they do have going for them there is the average age is 26. That's not too, too bad. Um, what does concern me even more, maybe, is their defense. Um and the, kind of the red flag that stands out for me there is Rasmus Dahlin is going to need to be re-signed after this year. Uh, right now he's still on his ELC, so I don't know what he's going to ask for, and I don't know if he can ask for much. Um, they don't really have a goaltender. It's, it's going to have it's to be – It's going to have to be, and we saw this in Toronto when it worked well, a cultural reset where I think they start at the top and go down. And – that I think that will help, but let's stick to the on ice product. And I think I'll give my thoughts on like the ownership model and all that at the end. Oh, 100%. We're going to talk about the ownership. We're going to talk about everything, but I think it's important that we dive down why Buffalo, you guys are in this situation and it all starts with the draft. Like it or not, you get a player for free and you fuck that up 10 years consecutively. It goes bad. So Josh, let me grade. Let me tell you their first rounders that they've picked since the year 2010 and you give them a grade out of 10 or ABC, whatever you want to do. Okay. I'll put, I'll put them on my tier. Yeah. Ready. Oh, Josh, your tier. Okay. 23rd Mark Pissick in 2010. Tier two. 
That's your first rounder. So, Josh, you want to explain your tier system really quickly for the Buffalo Sabres fans? Yeah, so tier one is someone who doesn't really do anything. It's just a guy. Tier two is a player that contributes, but you can't rely on them. Tier three is like your high-end third liner, low-end second liner. Like, you need these players to win. Tier two is kind of like a superstar, someone who can carry a line, scores goals. You're looking at like 30-plus from this person. And then tier one is an elite player, can carry a team, pushes them into a playoffs. You're looking at like David is a tier one player. So that's okay, so tiers one to five, five is the highest. Let's keep going. So Mark Pissick's not a good player. No offense. Joel Ormia. Uh, tier, tier two. Probably. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Mikhail Greg- Gregorenko. <laughs> exactly. We we'll skipped that one. Rasmus Ristolainen is pretty good, but he was eighth overall. So I would say that's okay value. No. Yeah, I'll go. He's probably like a tier three player. Sam Reinhardt, but he was picked second. Oh, uh, uh, that's a bust for second overall. Yeah, you yeah. want to play a little better. Okay, yeah. Jack Eichel, pretty good player. I'll skip that. We're definitely getting to Jack Eichel, but the next two were both eighth overall. Was Alexander Nylander and Casey Middlestat. This is recent memory. They have both not worked out whatsoever. Well, they don't have Nylander anymore. Um, that is correct. There's that, and then Casey Middlestat's. He's what he's still down the AHL. Like, I don't know what they're doing with him. I, I I don't know where he's at, but he's, he's a okay, talented next, player. He is a talented player. But the next three are a little more recent in Rasmus Darlene, Dylan Cousins, and Jack and Jack Quinn. And in my opinion, these are the guys you build around. You need a core of four to six players, I'd say, to win a cup. You see it with us. We have Matthews, Marner, and Nylander. Vegas has Petrangelo, Theodore, Mark Stone. Uh, Tampa with Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman. That list can go forever. Chicago did it when they won the Cup. You need these players. So, Josh, what everyone wants to know, you were GM. What would you do right now, and what would you do with Jack Eichel? Kind of a loaded question, but in yeah. terms of trades, what would you do? Right now, uh, I'm calling up New York. Uh, I want, I, I want a superstar from them. Uh, a couple draft picks and I'm looking at maybe a defenseman. I, I don't want to put names on it, but like, that's my package of what I need from them. Uh, I'm calling up Toronto to see, you know, if they want a, you know, first pick at, you know, uh, maybe Taylor Hall, maybe Eric Stahl. Um, I, I, I think everybody is on the table. in Buffalo. Uh, I don't, I think you have to have a conversation with your superstars there. Um, mainly, Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall being like, look, are you guys hanging around next year or not? Like Taylor Hall has no obligation to Jack Eichel is under contract there, but if he wants out, man, then he wants out because it's getting ugly there. It can't be fun to play. So if those guys want to, if you're, if they have an honest conversation with the general manager and this would have to be approved by ownership, especially the Jack Eichel trade. I think it is time that maybe they, because you can't do a rebuild with a player like Jack Eichel on your team. It's not, it's not doable because that guy wants to win. He's a superstar in this league. Um, and I think, yeah, like there's teams are interested in him. I'm thinking like maybe New York, uh, LA and Chicago might have something to offer, especially this year in the off season though. I think that definitely does give you a more, um, more flexible area to work with in terms of teams that have money coming off the books. Uh, you're probably looking at some teams who didn't make the playoffs this year who will, be able to give up a little bit more in the off season. So I wouldn't trade him right now. He is also out with an injury until who knows when. Uh, so he's not really going to have much of an impact joining a team right away because he's still on uh, LTIR. 
That's pretty, that, yeah. So we'll go from their UFAs. So trade bait for this deadline one by one. And you tell me what they want. These are people with value. Taylor Hall. I personally would want a first and a prospect. What about you? Yeah, personal prospects and start right. Uh, you got to remember that Buffalo probably has to keep half of that contract for the one hundred percent. Yeah, for the remainder of the year, and he's not. There's no guarantee if he's going to a playoff team. There's no guarantee that he's re-signing with that team next year because, as we know, there's a flat cap, and uh, you know they can afford him for the playoffs because there's no salary cap in the playoffs. But they might not be able to afford him next year. So a few things that we should do. I'm gonna be actually. We'll do this first because this I think is really fun. I will be the New York Rangers GM. You'll be the Buffalo's GM. I will give you my Jack Eichel trade proposals, and you will say yes or no. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm coming in hot because if people don't know, my first team is Toronto Maple Leafs, then it's New York Rangers, so I really like this team. And this is my realistic trade proposal. Number one, Mika Sabanajab. He's had a very down year. He only has one year left at 5.3, so Buffalo might sign him long term. I assume that they would flip him because that's personally what I would do. But Mika Zibanejab won. Two, Capo Caco. I saw a lot of Rangers fans don't want to give him up. In reality, you have to give something to get something. If I'm the New York Rangers fans, I don't want to touch my defense because that's probably weak and I have good prospects. So I'll throw Capo Caco. And next one, a first-round draft pick. And my first-round draft pick this year for the New York Rangers might be top 10. You can get some guys like Matt Beneers, uh, maybe a Hughes, the last Hughes brother in Luke Hughes. There's some good value in this draft. We could, we're doing another thing for that. So like, comment, subscribe, and we'll do our mock draft probably in the next month or a little bit. But anyways, to recap, this is a Benajab, Capo Caco, and a first-round draft pick. Josh, we'll start with that. Would you say yes? Is that enough for Jack Eichel? I'm the Sabres GM. Correct. Yeah, I'd probably say yes to that. You probably say yes, and why would you say yes to that? Just to sit, just to uh, talk about the viewers. Jacko's a good player. Your first overall pick this year. That'll be pretty good. I, you know what? I think I need a little more than that now that I think about it. Okay, so what if I throw in Vitaly Kravtsov, who is in Russia right now? He was picked top eight. He had a good World Juniors a few years ago, and he has some potential. Probably a B plus prospect. Yeah, now we're talking. I think if I'm the if I'm the Buffalo GM, I'm I'm listening to everything. I'm talking with Jack Eichel, seeing where he wants to go. Um, but you know, if he doesn't want to hang around, then you get what you can for him. Right. And if that's, if that's the haul for Jack Eichel, it's not awful, but I think you can do a lot better. I think we should explain why we want to trade Jack Eichel. Cause a lot of Sabres fans probably listen to this and they're probably like, why would we trade our best player? Josh, you want to explain why real quick? Why we want to trade Jack Eichel? Correct. Um, cause I'm in the same boat. It, I think his time's done there, man. When, you, when you're on a losing team and there's a losing culture, which I believe there is a losing culture in Buffalo, you don't want to be there anymore. Your heart's not in it. Um, Ryan O'Reilly left there a couple of years ago and he said, yeah, I just don't want to play hockey anymore. And then he goes to St. Louis, which has a better culture, winning team, winning culture, good, good teammates, good ownership, good management all the way down. And he wins a Stanley Cup, he becomes captain of the team. Like, I, I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, and we want to, I want to see Jack Eichel, Eichel move personally because I think he's a phenomenal player. He's not at the moment, though, because he's not surrounded by other players who can help him. He's a great player, but he's not like a Connor McDavid who makes, or a Sidney Crosby who makes players around him better. He doesn't have that in him. But it, it, him in a different environment, like a fresh start, maybe like I think you, New York is a fantastic fit for him. Um, yeah, I just want to see this guy play and play well because. It also plays into my, like, this is selfish reasons. I want to see Matthews versus Eichel when it matters. 
Uh, yep. So I'm sure a lot of Buffalo fans don't like that. So if you want to tell Coach Josh about that, you definitely um, can comment and uh, just, yeah, comment and yell at him. Okay. So also something that we definitely should talk about is ownership, Josh. Yeah. So the ownership situation is a little complicated there. Um, the Pagulas, they're rich family. Um, I'm sure we all know their involvement with the Buffalo Bills. And I think they've, I think we can both agree they've turned that around. Um, but the Sabres, man, it just seems to be the, that that's kind of their secondary focus because how many coaches have been through there now in the last 10 years? Uh, God it's, knows. It's been quite a few. Ralph Kruger is the current coach. He's not very good. Um, and this family, they can afford to let him go and bring in a new coach. So I don't know why they're not doing it. You need to do what Pittsburgh just did to a level. Um, clear house, bring in a president of hockey operations, bring in a new general manager, completely gut your scouting staff and redo that whole thing. Actually invest in your scouting because it's so important. They don't do uh, you know, you need to bring in new uh, like assistant coaches, a new coach, new training staff, all that stuff. Like clear out. Remember a couple of years ago, the Leafs just cleared house and like the only oh, people on only people on staff were the, the equipment guy and yeah. like do that. And there's so many good hockey minds out there that could help this team. Um, I think you we're bring in. I, th yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'd want to work in Buffalo. I mean, I probably would, but not my first choice. Um but I, there's so many cool hockey minds out there, and I would love to see what a guy like Gerard Gallant can do there. I'd love to see what a guy like Bruce Boudreau could do there. Um, there's names, mean, there's names. Mike Babcock almost got the job there a couple of years ago. I don't no. think that would be the best idea to bring him into there. But there's names, man, and it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see the direction they go in the offseason. I just hope ownership pays a little bit more attention to the team. Okay. So we've hit them with a lot of information. Just to recap, we've decided this team needs a rebuild. Like it or not, Buffalo, you're last in the league. So a rebuild should come natural, you would think. But Buffalo Sabres fans, you need to accept it. If you do this right, you trade Jack Eichel, Taylor Hall. You sign a guy in free agency, overpay him for one year. You flip him at the deadline. You do all this stuff. Realistically, I think you can be good in two to three years. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, they, they you do can turn have around quick. They do have pieces there that, that work, right? Like, and if they decide to keep Jack Eichel and you build around Jack Eichel, good for them. I think that might be one of the options they're looking at. I don't know what the hell is going on with Jeff Skinner. Um, if you can get him going again to be a 40-goal player, that would be great. Uh, you know, Sam Reinhardt is a player. Like, he can he's, a, he, uh, he's an RFA, but I think you can convince him to resign. Like, I still like Cody Eakin there. Dylan Cousins is going to be a star. Casey Middlestat. Uh, Curtis Lazar, we didn't talk about him. That's a hell of a player that they have there. Um, and then, you know, you, you do have to address your defense, but you got Rasmus Ristolainen back there. Colin Miller's a guy, probably not a top two. All these guys uh, should be on the way out, in my opinion. Well, like, but I'm just like, if you decide to keep yeah, these guys, okay, right? yeah. you know, Rasmus Dahlin, he's going to be a stud in the league. Uh, goaltending is a big issue. Um, you need a goalie. You can't but you go – you can get one in free agency. Like I'm not personally that concerned of goaltending because you see teams getting new goalies every year. I just think Buffalo needs a core that's all-star yeah. elite level with four to six players. And Buffalo, there is hope. This draft is not that good. COVID might be affected. But after, you have Shane Wright, who Josh and I both have seen personally, and he's a stud. You have Brad Lambert, who's finished. You have a guy who just got exceptional player status in the WHL and got a hat trick in Connor Bedard. So there is a future 
I personally right now, the guys I'm keeping, because we talked about moving out, keeping, I'm keeping Casey Middlestat, yeah. Jack Quinn, yeah. Dylan Cousins, Rasmus Dahlin, and probably Henry Yokoharu, just because you traded Nylander for him. He's a right-handed shot. He's young. He showed promise. So those are the five guys I would start to build. You need people better than that, but that's your starting block, Buffalo. Those five. Yeah, sure. Okay. So we're about to wrap up here. Josh, do you have any last things to say or any topics that we haven't covered that we should get into? I just feel bad for the fans, man. They've been doing this for, for a long too. time. I, okay, I, so. I know this feeling as a Leafs fan, but it just seems to be 10 times worse there. Okay, so Buffalo Sabres. You guys, we put on your jerseys. We are with you. Josh, are we not with them? Yes. To, to, to a level. To a, yeah, to a level, we're with you guys. So this is what we're going to do. We're, like I said, you probably don't know who we are, but we're the Orient Sports Podcast. We drop episodes Monday and Friday. Come check them out. And Sabres fans, make this interactive. This is what you guys are going to do. Comment what you would do. Comment anything you want. Yell at us at Twitter. Find some crazy takes. Josh said Jack Eichel was an elite player once. I said I would make Joseph Wall the starter. We've all said crazy stuff on this podcast. So come after us in the comments or whatever. And whoever has the best comment, whoever shares the most, whoever does whatever, can come on our podcast. We can debate whatever. We just want to be interactive with Sabres fans. So um, go Sabres to a certain point. Shane Wright will look really good in your jersey. Josh, anything else to say? We are also doing a giveaway. Find our uh, find our Instagram and find the post where we talk about, I don't know. Description Sabres below. That would be the description below. But there's two nice little bobbleheads here and a pack of hockey cards and maybe a Timmy's card if you uh, if you do that. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. This was fun. Goodbye.